Let us hear now the words of our Lord as recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 21 to 35. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. Therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the reckoning, one was brought to him and allowed and owed him ten thousand talents. And as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had, and the payment be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the Lord of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But that same servant, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow servants, who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down and besought him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison till he could pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you besought me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant, even as I had mercy on you? And in anger his Lord delivered him to the jailers till he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. This is Worldwide Communion Sunday. And on this day, from the rising of the sun at one part of the world to the setting clear at the other side, people will be gathered around the table of our Lord. Worldwide communion, though, is not for everybody in the world. That may sound rather startling to you, but I believe it is not. The sacrament, as we read in the Book of Common Worship, is for those who are truly sorry for their sin and wish to be delivered from the burden of them, who are very desirous and need the help of Christ to lead a holy life. It is for people, people who need forgiveness. And there are requirements for forgiveness. To be able to be forgiven, first one must have a sincere desire to be forgiven. Even the Lord cannot forgive the one who feels that he needs not to be forgiven. We laugh, we joke, we make fun. 
The truth still remains. We have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Our sins are like scarlet. We all stand in the need of repentance. And the person who thinks he does not is a liar, and the truth is not in him. He deceives himself. We all need forgiveness. But the tragedy, you see, the tragedy on this World Communion Sunday is that there are some people who really have not the desire to have their sin forgiven. Now, there's a priority that is greater than being in the house of the Lord gathered around the table. They really don't feel the need for forgiveness. And they refuse to accept the grace which is afforded to the world today in unity. And they won't be here. Now, of course, that doesn't include you because you are here. And that's good. Because before you be forgiven, you have to have a sincere desire for the need to be forgiven. And secondly, you have to have a belief in Jesus Christ that he and he alone has the power to forgive. The front of this church, like all Christian churches, is a cross. That is the eternal symbol of God's forgiveness through Jesus Christ. I will readily admit I cannot fully understand, nor can I explain for your understanding, the chemistry that took place when one individual, 2,000 years ago, was hanged upon two pieces of wood clear halfway around the world. I can't fully explain to you nor comprehend myself exactly how it happened. But thank the Lord we're not called to explain it. We're called only to believe it. And we are to believe that somehow, some way, God was reconciled with mankind through the death, through the broken body, the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross Jerusalem nearly 2,000 years ago. There is no other name under heaven by which man must be saved other than the name of Jesus. And before you can be forgiven, you have to believe that he has the power to forgive. And that on that great historic day, which now we call Good Friday, which was confirmed by the open tomb of Easter morn, God was satisfied that the sin of the world, the sins that have been committed, are being committed, or ever will be committed, are taken care of. And we are washed white as snow. You have to believe that to be able to fulfill the requirements of forgiveness. And thirdly, and this is the tough one, you have to be willing to forgive those who have trespassed against you. 
It's just not enough to have a desire to be forgiven and believe that Jesus can forgive. You must also be willing to forgive those who have offended you. That's the whole point of the parable that was read for our scripture lesson. We cannot be forgiven unless we can forgive. And though we cannot forgive until we have been forgiven, the fact still remains God does not forgive the unforgiving person. And to me, that's the greatest tragedy that will take place on this World Communion Sunday. Not that people will stay away and absent themselves from the table, but that people like you and me will come to the table. And we will come with a desire to be forgiven. We will come with a belief in Jesus. But we will also bring with us our hates and our hostilities and our hurt feelings that have come when people have offended us. And you know what? We're not going to be fed. We're not going to find the refreshment and the rest that comes. Because God cannot forgive those people who will not forgive their brothers and sisters. Lest you drink damnation unto yourself. Therefore on this World Communion Sunday, I want all of us to remember that we are in the need of forgiveness, each one of us. And each one of us also in this big wide world has somebody to forgive. And best in the silence of this sanctuary and in the quietness of your own heart, you give up that hate, that hostility, that desire to get even, and you forgive. Maybe it's a husband, or a wife, son, daughter, friend, colleague, associate, someone who hurt you years and years ago, or maybe somebody who offended you last night. Forgive that brother or sister. Forgive them not only for their sake, but your sake. And for the sake of God, who gave his own son to forgive us. Forgiveness that can come to us only when we are willing to forgive. So all of you who are truly sorry for your sin and wish to be delivered of their burden. All of you who desire to lead a holy life. All of you who, who believe in Jesus, that he can forgive you. And all of you who are willing to give up that deep-seated feeling. And are willing to forgive, not once or twice, but seventy times seven. You are invited. You are encouraged to express that feeling of forgiveness 
and come and find forgiveness of God yourselves. So as we gather around the table, let us remember that our Lord Jesus, the night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had blessed it, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner also our Lord took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, drink ye all of it. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. And now I, ministering in his name, take these elements to be set apart by prayer and thanksgiving for the holy use to which he has imparted them.